Hello, hello, and welcome to Uncorked with Friends. I'm Holly. And I'm Joe. And we decided not only are we going to do some bourbon, we're going to try a new creme brulee. Yeah. So I don't know. We we like creme brulee. You're so <laughs> unexciting tonight. I'm excited. No, sorry, I was being being You're being a brat. Being a brat. Yeah, we like creme brulee. We are picky. We are we tend to sometimes go to well, we don't tend. We typically go to restaurants and we ask them to warm it just slightly. They don't like us, but they'll do it for us. Yeah. That's okay. Cuz typically it's or traditionally it's served cold. Creme brulee is. But we like it warmed up just a little bit before you brulee the top. I have to find a spot so, here for where I don't like I know we have so much Stuff right, well, I got my, tonight. I got, You're making like, a lot of noise tonight. I'm going to make a lot of noise. And, you may but. not be able to finish it right now, dear. <laughs> you might have to stop. Finished. I haven't even tried, and he's already eaten the whole thing. I'm like halfway done. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I decided I watched The Kitchen this weekend <laughs> on Food Network, and Jeffrey Zakarian made okay, a... Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. What? Hold on. Stop. You have to stop, because my brother always says... When you're explaining stuff, like whiskey or whatever, cocktails, are like, blah, 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 and people are like, I don't know what any of that means. So you're like, I was watching The Kitchen, Jeffrey. Okay. So anybody that doesn't watch the show, The Kitchen, or know what that is, and who Jeffrey I is. getting there. But like, you have to explain the characters. I, I feel like you should have to but explain. Explain it. the characters? Oh, you have Jeffrey. No, Jeffrey drinks uh, with he dr- is dressed he to a tea and nice he makes and, amazing and cocktails. And let me make a caviar here for you. And you know that's true because okay. he, he's like, oh, about fancy caviar. And then you have, I don't know what the other goofy Jeff dude. Morrow. That dude is goofy. He's hilarious. And he's awesome. Um, the you cute girl. You have, the whole, you have the whole crew. You have the cute little girl that everybody hates because she makes cute babies and everything's perfect. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Then you got Jeff, the quirky one that's like bouncing off the walls and doing and funny Sonny things. And Sunny Anderson. And then Sunny, she's like the, oh, the she eat is good sassy food. And she's like, oh, yes. You want to serve it to me? You want to make it? I will try it. And yeah. I love it. She's not afraid to do shortcuts or can, jar stuff. It doesn't greasy, have to everything. Yes. Unhealthy food. So she's yes. she's a character too on that. But it's a it's a show you watch religiously on Saturday mornings. Yes. That is my show on Saturday. And you have your coffee and you watch and stuff. And this is where you got this recipe from. And on our sh- podcast, our artwork, it's Uncorked with Friends and we have Food and beverage, or beverages and well, food. That's on true. There. We do have we do have food. So on that's there. why we're doing food this time with okay. whiskey. But that's right. Okay, sorry. So <clears throat> it was like childhood favorites with grown up flavors or something like that on the episode. I don't remember. Oh yeah, they're doing cereal too, like gourmet cereal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so taking some of your favorites but upscaling them a little bit, making them more adult size. So he obviously Jeffrey loves creme brulee. And he's like, classic child is peanut butter and jelly. So why not mix peanut butter and jelly with creme brulee? So he decided to take, now he did strawberry jam and you smear it a little thin layer on the bottom of the ramekin. And then he laid strawberries on top and then did the creme brulee or the cream on top and then baked in the oven. We did a little differently. We have a favorite raspberry jam that we use. Um, with our charcuterie boards. And so we put raspberry jam on the bottom, no berries, and then made the peanut butter. Sorry, I did forget. It's peanut butter cream. 
So on the stove with a little bit of the cream and the sugar and the peanut butter, you melt all that together, whisk it till it's smooth, and then you add in the egg yolks. So let's see here. We have our creme brulee. Does it? Oh, I the crack test. Oh, that was better. There you go. Just depends if you have enough sugar on top. But you don't want too much because then it burns. So I don't know. You do have to go all the way to the bottom. We've made pumpkin creme brulee before where we put, we've literally roasted the baking pumpkins and then pureed it, put it on the bottom of our creme brulee and done it that way. What do you think of this one? That's pretty good. That that sounds delicious, doesn't That's it? it? It's literally going to... I know you're going to hear my crunching the from sound, the sugar yeah. coat. Sorry. That's why I ate half I of mine before the podcast well, I so I can, can wait. enjoy it. I can wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's peanut buttery. Mm-hmm. I know. Emma had one earlier today, our daughter, and she was like, mmm, not my favorite. It has too much peanut butter. But I'm like, when you have a PB&J sandwich, you want a lot of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like it. So what are we drinking tonight? Am I allowed to say anything? Or Yeah. What are we- <clears throat> About it? I don't want to get in trouble or anything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. It, it's my favorite cream brulee I've had. Oh, it's really good. Okay. Good to know. I really like it too. So I what agree. are we, <clears throat> would I, would you change anything to it? Um, you could do a, maybe a little less peanut butter, but honestly, I mean, that's kind of the concept. Like you said, I, like I, you I want agree. to taste the peanut butter. I, I, I could see where people might be like, oh, that's too much peanut butter. Like that's all I taste. But like then you, but the, the trick is you have to go all the way to the bottom of the, mm-hmm. of the dessert to get the to the, the jam and that balances it the acidity of the jam helps yeah. i mean it's a sweet jam too but it's got a little acidity from the fruit obviously with the raspberry so that makes it good so if you want to try it go to foodnetwork.com and click jeffrey zakarian and search pb and j creme brulee it's pretty darn good it's yeah it's, it's really one of good. my faves and, and i don't have creme brulee ramekins so we oh, had they're, it's like they're shorter they're huh? shorter so they said in order to get the perfect crust on it and not burn it, you should have the creme brulee. We do have a torch, but we usually just make it in our taller ramekins that we have that we use for French onion soup. So, yeah. but it'll be in the picture. Yep, it will be. And what are we drinking? So tonight we are drinking <clears throat> the Wild Turkey Master's Keep. Um, it says one on there, so I guess that's. Mm-hmm. It does say one. So what does that mean? They're taking two different people and putting it into one type of expression. You're saying two distillers? Yeah, I guess. That's cool. So it's by master distiller Eddie Russell. So he does Russell's Reserve as well. Um, introducing the latest expression in the Master's Keep collection. One is a delightful harmony of the distinct taste of father and son. Hmm. An artful blend of mature bourbons aged between 9 and 14 years, handpicked by Eddie and harmonized through a second maturation, and specially toasted in charred oak barrels for a bold whiskey with a beautiful balance. Sweet honey and subtle brown spice in the nose are followed by notes of vanilla, caramel, blah, 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 blah. Um, long toasted oak finish. Uh, basically, they're, um, they're taking a whiskey that's uh, 9 to 10 years old. And then they're taking another batch, I believe. Let me actually, let me read that. 
Because I wish he could. Oh my His father, famed master distiller Jimmy Russell, love of mid aged bourbons is no secret. At home, you'll often find him sipping on eight to 10 year whiskeys. Um, to reflect his father's days, Eddie hand selected barrels aged nine and 10 years old, then selecting his own small batch of carefully aged 14 year old whiskey. Er- Eddie crafted these profiles into one, which basically means he blended them mm-hmm. and took the taste and stuff that he prefers and makes it a whiskey. And the magic is in the second maturation using new oak barrels, specially toasted and charred, resting in one of his favorite timber rickhouses, uh, Tyrone G, a first for Master's Keep. Hmm. The result is all those flavors, basically. <laughs> That's the same flavors you just yeah. talked about, yeah. But so the big difference is like when you get bourbon, just make it up a run-of-the-mill wild turkey, like a regular mm-hmm. wild turkey, wild turkey 101. It's bourbon aged, I'm, I don't know the exact years, but I'm just going to say four or five years, three, four or five years. And then they just bar- barrel age it and bottle it. Bottle it. This one, they're barrel aging for eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten years and 14 years, and then they're finishing it in a brand new barrel again. Yeah. So. So getting more of that oak Yeah, flavor. so instead of even instead of leaving it in that same barrel, they take it all out and then put it in a freshly charred barrel mm-hmm. to add that brown sugar and spice and stuff. And it really comes it through. It definitely mellows it out. And it's at 101 proof, which is kind of uh, their traditional wild turkey 101. Mm-hmm. So this is their 101 proof. Uh, Woodford Reserve is very famous for doing 90.4% mm-hmm. alcohol, like on practically everything. I don't know if uh, it's just a master distiller thing or if it's a brand oh, thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like Four Roses, they do everything different. Um, other brands will just vary their alcohols accordingly. So so how much does this go for in Idaho? Um, I think it goes for around, I think in Idaho is 190 Okay. 175 or 190 I don't remember. And a rare whiskey release. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's a... Harder one to find. You're not going to just walk into a store and see this sitting on the shelf all the time type thing. It's a nice bottle. It's very clean looking, very simple. The glass is and molded. And the glass is with uh-huh, the molded with the turkey. And then I love the bronze cork at the mm-hmm. top. It's really, it's pretty. Um, Yeah, Wild Turkey it's was just... known for a lot of years for being the cheap whiskey mm-hmm. that all the teenagers drunk and, drank in high school <laughs> in their parents' collection or whatever. And it was kind of like, oh, wild turkey, ugh, you know, who wants to drink that? And they have definitely stepped up their game. The last 10 years have made a big improvement and they're starting to get a lot of notoriety now with a lot of people that are like, and I'm wild turkey, the regular wild turkey is not bad, but it is not for me. I just don't, there's always been something in it that I'm like, eh. You got to drink what you like. And I've had Russell's Reserve 13 year. And I bet you there's probably a lot of similarities as far as what, where the bourbon's coming from. Mm-hmm. Russell's Reserve 13 is just 13 years old. Um, but it goes for like on the secondary market, five, $600 a bottle. It's stupid. Um, same thing for this. It, it's one ninety in the stores, but it usually goes for five to 600 a bottle online. Well, for because being, you can't find it for being 101 proof. Typically you're going to say, whoo, yeah. you know, you're going to get that Kentucky hug as Joe tells me, I'm supposed to say that, that nice burn all the way down this one. You don't. They have mellowed that out. And that has to do with the sugar from the charring of the barrels. You know, the maturation of the barrels mm-hmm. and the bourbon. I'd say there's, right. a, there's a good burn to it. 
But it's not that. Not like, like not like a. Your breath oh, away, we're like, oh my gosh, on I fire, feel it all the way down. When I say it's a good burn, like it's the proper mm-hmm. burn, I guess would be the right term. Yeah. But you do, you get a lot of those flavors, even on the nose. You can smell the oak. You can smell the the vanilla in it. Almost, I almost want to say a vanilla bean, like when you first sure. cut it open and then you're smelling it fresh. That's, I do get hints of that. Oh, speaking so, of vanilla bean, did uh-oh. you put vanilla bean in the... Okay, I did not follow the recipe for that. <laughs> I didn't have a vanilla bean. So yes, I know, Jeffrey Zakarian would... I don't know, fall over because I did not use a vanilla bean. But I just used what I had in the pantry. These were pantry pulls, as uh, all the kitchen people say. I was wondering if you had done the vanilla bean and you were from the cream brulee and then drink it in the whiskey, you were getting vanilla bean. No, I use Madagascar bourbon. That's just what I prefer. I Madagascar bourbon? Vanilla. Madagascar. Sorry, I didn't finish that one. (laughs) Oh, it's it's Madagascar bourbon. Bourbon vanilla? Uh-huh. That's what it's called? Yeah. So a lot of times people will put it, it's a bourbon vanilla. So you'll put it in bourbon to kind of pull out the flavors oh. from the vanilla bean. I thought you were just getting your, just name, like you, your words you, crossed up. No. <laughs> it's like after you use your vanilla bean, you don't want it to go to waste. There's still probably oh, yeah. little seeds and pods in there. So put it in a bowl of sugar and then put it on your toast or add it in your coffee. And then you're going to have vanilla flavored coffee. Or, or take a vanilla bean, oh, slice and it and toss it in. Stick a, it in... I, you need what? to finish this sentence, apparently. <laughs> well, you used to put it in a bottle for John. What did you put the this vanilla bean in? This is your story. In? We're no, all just listening. This is not my story. You took over, so we have to let I just remembered that crackin'. you used to... Kraken. Yeah, you used to make me go buy vanilla beans for John when you would come over. Mm-hmm. Wow, you had to put it in and let it sit for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So when, we were, when our bottle was getting low, I would go buy a new bottle of Kraken and a vanilla bean. And that's, then we would open it and set it inside. That's his favorite, so yep. he always has to. See, has I'll to buy that. I'll buy vanilla beans for John Bear, but not for you. <laughs> but will you now? <laughs> but will you? But will I? Yeah, Why? because you have to drive to the store and <laughs> can't afford the fuel to go to the store oh my anymore. Gosh. And <laughs> I don't know if some of the you know, as much as I hate to say, Facebook sometimes when they're correcting everything and. False information, partially false. But I see these posts lately of people posting California gas prices. I'm like, that can't be real. Like, come on. And people are like, oh, no, it's real. Like $6 a gallon, six forty nine well, you- in LA and $7. I'm like, what? Well, you went to the gas station. You dropped me off at yeah. Walmart. So I go to the grocery store. And then you ran to the Walmart <clears> gas <throat> station. And then while you were in line, you realized, oh. They're out of gas. That's why everybody's there because it was the cheapest <laughs> price at three fifty. It was three forty nine a gallon, and everybody was like in line and everything. And I'm, I get out and I start to get ready to pump, and the ladies all they're out of gas. I'm like they're what? She yeah, was, they were just putting their cones I'm out. Like you what said. is this? The seventies? We're in the Jimmy Carter <laughs> days again. Oh, oh, your license plate's an even number. You can't get gas today. I mean, that's like yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, but then the, we left. The gas people showed up, but yeah, but we were already past the turn in, and it was like, forget it, we'll go somewhere else. We're gonna go pay gas. fifty cents a gallon more. Yeah, we did. <laughs> whatever, it was more convenient. That nah, was only like twenty cents more, but but whatever. Yeah, it's it's kind of unreal right now with all the gas prices and I people. Know. I know I start thinking about like Uber. You know, people it's are going to have an Uber and it's up. like everything's going to go up now. And then the cost of goods sold to you, like at the store. Well, just like 
when you go to the coffee stores and you start the little coffee stands and you would get your coffee, you could get one for like, I don't know, three forty five for a grande or a vente, a medium or a large coffee. And then now for like a medium, it's like five something, a large is six something. And let's not forget, like, this isn't like we're, you know, grandma and grandpa talking about back in the day in the 20s. Yeah, when they used to get bread for like, a quarter. We're, we're talking like two or three years ago. Yeah. Like it's it's gone up 50%. Well, 60%. we used to meet my mom at Starbucks every Thursday for breakfast. And the kids would get like a hot chocolate <clears throat> or a steamed apple juice and they'd get breakfast and we'd sit inside and we'd have it. So four of us or three of us having breakfast and four drinks and it would usually be 24 to $30. Today, the four of us went, we got four drinks and four breakfast sandwiches. Because we had a gift card. <laughs> we had a gift card. <laughs> or a bunch of gift cards, well, like credit. Yeah. And it was $45. $45. And I'm like, for breakfast. Yeah, that was four sandwiches and four coffees. I'm like, we could have went out to dinner for that. Yeah, we could have went to the local Mexican restaurant yeah. and had dinner for 50 bucks. And that I would have been like much happier. That's, and we would have had a cocktail to go with it. And a cocktail to go with it. That is true. Yeah, it's... But you have to have a margarita with Mexican food. But then it's just become... It, but again, with minimum wage keep going up, what do you expect? Minimum wage going up and gas going up that when those... Truckers are driving the produce from point A to point B for you to buy at your grocery store. It's going to go up and it's going to go up a lot. And there's comes that point and everybody hates to say it or whatever. There comes that point where the economy just can't take it anymore. And it's like that. And then that's the scary question of when does this all fall apart? Basically, but we don't want to get into politics. We're not, that's not politics. It's just what's going on right now. We don't need to get into that. (laughs) Like it could lead into that. So, what did we do last week after the podcast? I don't know. We'll have to wait and hear from you because we can't talk about that other stuff anymore. No. What did we do? Well, Tuesday we had to keep celebrating my birthday. Okay. So Tuesday we went to the country club and you boys played in the golf simulator. And us girls hung out and had wine and ordered dinner. And I made lemon cupcakes or Emma, Emma made lemon cupcakes with Lemon frosting, so fresh squeezed lemon, lemon zest. And we didn't realize it, but it was like 11.15 when we looked at the clock and we kind of shut them down. Party animals. We were. Crazy. But it was fun. So us mamas needed that. Let's just say that. We needed to just sit there and chitty chat and say whatever. And you boys were having fun golfing and I don't know what you were doing over there, but having fun. fun I know you guys do. I won money. That's okay. And then I don't think we really, we didn't do much exciting. Do you have a busy week with work? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It probably was. It's always been busy. Did you go out of town? You went to Moscow. Oh, yeah. Good old. Oh, I can't talk about that. Well, okay. It's too political. Oh, okay. Saying the words Moscow. Perfect. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Moving on then. (laughs) Well, it's too political. I said okay. the word Moscow. Oh, my God. That could roll into politics. <laughs> Whatever. It's a college town, so it is what it is. It's fun, but. But we went out Saturday night. I went out with some friends, and you were designated driver. Mm-hmm. And that was nice of you. And, of I course, went out with some teacher friends. Designated driver when Peter unveils his new menu that week, so <laughs> he's got 10 new cocktails on there. I'm like, oh, that looks great. Oh, that sounds good. 
God, I can't drink it tonight. I had one. No. Well, we were there for. I had. Yeah, we were there for four hours. Four hours? Yeah. Yeah, almost four hours. And I think and I had. And we had two, dinner. Yeah. <laughs> between all that. Whatever. But I let you guys, if you had three or four, I, you don't have to worry about we anything. We had fun. We had yeah, fun. I did. I did one drink, drank, oh gosh, two waters. I, I drank a lot of water. And then well, that's because I had the spicy chicken sandwich thing. Uh, me too. Yeah. We well, was Nick your server? Or, Peter or, was our server. Peter was. Okay. So mm-hmm. Nick Nick was mine. So he took my food in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had that. So that's probably why I drank a lot of water. And then I don't know what the second drink was I had. But usually I have like two drinks and a whiskey or whatever. I just. But I'm excited. I had the Fifty Shades. I had the Fifty Shades of Grey cocktail, and that was pretty good with Earl Grey tea, and I don't know what else was in it. But I was like, mm, tea, I don't know. And then Peter goes, well, I made that one, and I figured you would love it. And I'm like, okay, then that's the one I need. So, but then I did the Arctic Martini and a uh, Black Manhattan. Which I was like, isn't all over even the on the new menu. I know, I know. I just wasn't feeling it. But we all sampled, sorry, we're, we're, we don't care. But we all sampled each other's drinks. So, but... Yeah. It's okay. That all we did? I think so. We kind of had a boring week. Oh, and then I, it's exciting for me, but I know it's not exciting for you. I bought a new mop. Oh, God. <laughs> all day Saturday, I cleaned the top story of our house because we kind of have like four floors. You clean the walls. Oh, no, I cleaned the fans, I cleaned the baseboards, I washed the walls, I vacuumed, I organized, like it was deep cleaning day. So I did that all day Saturday, and then I skipped to the main level, and I came down to like the den, the the guest bedroom, bathroom, and laundry room, and then I deep cleaned that room. So I've been watching this gal on Instagram called Moms Love to Clean, and (laughs) I'm kind of addicted because there, if I can find tips and tricks <clears throat> to make my life easier, and I'm thinking, why have I not found this tip earlier? Because I have literally, I watched my mom wash the walls with rags. Like she would take like those old, like the diapers or the burp cloths. And then when they're done, you use them to, as rags and you wash the walls. So when our kids were done with their burp cloths when they were little, I used them as rags and I would wash the walls. So these are things you don't see that I do when I'm on like spring break from teaching or over the summer and Christmas vacation. Like I literally sit there and I wash the walls and you got to run to the sink and rinse out the rag and back and forth. Okay, now I have a mop and I just literally did hot water and fabuloso and you squeegee it in, you get it wet, you pull it out, then you put it in the the drying side. So it kind of like squeezes some of the water out. And then I washed the walls so quickly. It was game changer for me. And, oh, and I washed the ceilings, by the way, which are really hard because you usually have to get up and down on the ladder to reach the ceilings to wash. So I know it doesn't have anything to do with whiskey, but it just made my weekend I just think it's funny. You're like, I was on Instagram and I found this cleaning person. I'm like, there's a lot of things on Instagram that a lot of people don't look for clean, how to clean a house. 99% of that stuff, not 99%, but a good chunk of it. Like, it's so not real. Yeah. Like, when you I watch, agree. try this life hack, blah, 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 blah. They're like screaming at you the whole time and they do their steps and they do all a cut video and it's all edited and it's all shaky. You're like, oh, okay. And you try to go do it yourself and you're like, that didn't work. Like it's not even close. Like the avocado thing of 
Oh, yeah, that didn't work. You can work. squeeze the avocado it. seed out, and it's like, that doesn't work. No. So it's like, take no, the knife, I made a mess, and I lost slam half it on the, the seed, and then twist it and take it out like you're Perfect. supposed to. Like, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sometimes you, There's a guy on Instagram. I don't know what country he's from. He's like, oh, yes. Whatever. He, he does the whole, like, he puts his hands out. Mm-hmm. I can't, it's like Kabi or oh, so, yes. My kids are correct me when they hear this on the oh, podcast. Yeah. But these people do all these crazy things, and he's like, just take, instead of slicing the, thing all up just take the knife hit the seed and turn it and he's like puts Boom. his hands out like duh <laughs> there you go it's like here's your sign back in our day it's like well, why do we make our if some things work just leave it as is yeah there are some cool things that out there that work but yep some of it or like there was something i did one time with the kids that i feel like fixed a thing like and i used something off like i took tape and mm-hmm. i stuck a whole bunch of it and then was able to like lift something up or whatever as the old way it was like oh you're you're hosed you can't fix that type thing i don't remember what it was but some things do work but most well, of it's like getting cheesy. a wine cork out of a wine bottle we've tried lots of different hacks I for that did before that. what did i do one time don't you put a shoe on the bottle or on the bottom of the bottle, and then you like whap it against the wall, and it yeah. like pops it out if it's partially I like wedged I, in and popped out. Did I do out. that? I think you did that when we were with Matt and Cherry. Oh, and then... I did one recent. Oh, it was the getting the cork. Oh, with the napkin out of the whiskey bottle, and I used a yes. napkin to get the cork out. And we were at Tony's. Nobody, I think I talked about it on the podcast, we but might have. nobody believed me, and I was no. like, I got this, and it took me two minutes. Mm-hmm. And you guys started talking like he's an idiot. We'll just let him do the thing. And I'm like. And, it was like, boom, and I was like, I don't know where the cork went because it went flying, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to watch. <clears throat> that was a hack I learned on like mm-hmm. Instagram or whatever years ago, years, years ago. I saw that. Yeah, they do all sorts of different mm-hmm. things. Apparently, you can put a candle on the end of it on the cork and it'll like heat the cork mm-hmm. up and push it out. But Swell it. I don't like to do that one because I'm oh, like, you're close the to the wine. wine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I stay away that from one. that one. But yeah. All right. I guess that's it. Yeah. I'll try to post a picture this week. I didn't last week. Oh, yeah, you should because you got to try the creme brulee. If you're a creme brulee fan and you like peanut butter, try it. I do. And then, yeah, go get Master's Keep. Well, don't just don't go get it. Well, sorry. Get the Wild Turkey Master's Keep and try it. Or you can come to our house and have it. That's true. We're always open. Mm -hmm. Come on over. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Check you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.